Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another Astro Alert. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend. I know up here in Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania, it was beautiful, and then today was torrential downpouring, but it felt good. That first fall um, storm, doesn't that always feel good and cozy? I don't know about you, it might be Venus moving into Virgo, where I'm like, definitely ready to be cozy. So I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen 1C across the board. On Twitter, I have an underscore, but definitely follow me on TikTok. Every week I sit and I write out and meditate with what I think is going to happen this week with the astrology. And then throughout the week as I'm living it, some other things come to me and I post about it on TikTok. That's usually where I post most of my videos. I want to thank everyone for continuing to share the best way you can get this podcast out there and help me is to share with a friend post about it on social media talk about it you know think about it all those good manifesting ways and thank you to everyone who continues to do that every week i appreciate you love you and value you so this week we got a lot going on it's not going to be a, a super easy week this week we have uh, venus and virgo a full moon in Pisces and Mercury retrograde starting in Libra. So I was trying to think of like the perfect way to describe what this week is going to feel like, but it's definitely going to feel kind of like a, a drugged out dreamy trance where we also want to get it together and feel like we're losing our minds. <laughs> but hopefully we have some new creation that comes because that is what happens. We create when we lose our minds. So Let's talk about Venus and Virgo. I know I talked about it last week on last week's episode, but more came to me this week and definitely go back and check out last week's episode. I might repeat myself, but Venus and Virgo. Well, this past weekend, for those of you that know me, know that I'm a Virgo rising with a Virgo moon in the first house. And this past week, as Virgo was getting ready to, I'm sorry, as Venus was getting ready to head in Virgo, I took my kids on a camping trip, we had so much fun. It was about a half hour north of Reading, PA, if you're familiar. You know, about 45 minutes north of Lancaster, PA. Maybe an hour from Lancaster, actually. But definitely like 35, 40 minutes north of Reading. So if you're familiar with that, Hawk Mountain, that's where I took my kids. Lakewood Camping Campground. I seriously highly recommend it. First of all, it had the cutest cabins. And then it just had that very down-home feel. They all had... Um, you know, their own fire start, not fire starter, their own fire, you know, where you make shit. What, why can't I say? Oh, fire pit and rowboats and everything like that. So definitely highly recommend that place. But when my kids and I woke up on Monday, Venus had officially moved in overnight after midnight into Virgo. And I was like ready to get some healing out on the lake. I got on the kayak. My older son came with me for a while and then he left and I was just listening to um, meditations and guided meditations and just connecting one with nature. So Virgo risings, Virgos, Venus moves in there. We're definitely going to be needing to connect back in nature. So make sure you get to some nature, get to some water. That's going to be really, really important. Okay, let's talk Venus and Virgo first since we're already on that little rant. So first of all, when Venus moves into Virgo, it's debilitated, which means Venus is actually working at its weakest. It is being held back or held down by the Virgo energy. So you're going to have a very 
Mercury like Venus. So what does that mean? And maybe that can tell us why we feel that Venus is debilitated in Virgo. Well, first of all, Virgo is the grounded, real thinking sign and the thinking side to Mercury. It likes to watch. It likes to analyze. It likes to overthink. It likes to organize its emotions. It likes to have control through that. And Venus, right? It just it, it just wants to enjoy. It just wants to feel the emotion, feel the love, and not question anything. So I think that one of the biggest reasons that it's considered debilitated here, in my own personal opinion, is that again, what I just said, Venus wants to be free, wants to be warm and enjoy and burn up life, burn up love, burn up those emotions and not make sense of anything. It just wants to live and let live. And then we got Mercury sign that's like, well, why do you want to live and let live? And is that true? And is that really creating joy or... Are you just, you know, in a surface relationship or why do you want to do that? What are you doing? Where are you going? Where, you know, where does this play out? What are your patterns? Is this what you always have done? Or is this something new that you haven't done? So you get what I'm going at, right? So we take Venus, which is, you know, normally free loving, and then we put it under the scrutiny of Virgo, the Mercury, and we're overanalyzing everything. But again, there are definitely some important things to overanalyzing. So we're definitely can choose work over pleasure, or in the same token, really see how maybe working all the time and not actually making time for ourselves, pleasure, joy, happiness, love is really not it. It's not where we want to be in life. Or we can just choose it in general, right? Maybe we want to work and make a lot of money instead of going out with friends, going out with lovers, anything like that. Um, okay. It's my mother coughing in the background. She's here right now listening to me and coughing in the background. But nevertheless, okay. So we're also going to be really reevaluating our relationships. We always do. And and what are the fundamentals of our relationships, right? We're going to get really grounded. We're going to get really earthy, very Virgo. We're going to say, what does this what are the fundamentals of this relationship? Is it based in very grounded energy and very real and very concrete and um or is it based in this very materialistic sort of going above into another world and not really a very superficial plane? That is something that is going to come up. And what does that really mean? Does it feel good? Does it last if it's superficial? And are we scared to really get that solid, strong, real foundation? Because with that comes intimacy and connection in order to have that solid foundation. And I know I'm not alone that sometimes we struggle with that really strong, intimate connection that you need to build a foundation. So you're definitely going to be thinking and looking into that. And and same with relate, you know, all our relationships, not just our really intimate, you know, partnerships, but friendships and joy and happy. And does this thing really make me happy? Does it really bring me joy? And and what level is that? Is this going to be? You know, Virgo likes to make sense. And oftentimes with Venus, we can't make sense. We can't always make sense of things. So we got Venus, okay? And then we got Mercury retrograde happening in starting out in Libra in eight degrees. And then September on September 9th, the end of this week, and then October 2nd, it ends in 24 degrees Virgo. So we're starting out in Libra and then we're ending in Virgo. Now, before everyone gets, you know, their little panties in a twist, 
let's talk about this. For those of you that are familiar with astrology or at least familiar with this podcast, you know that I go over the general Mercury retrograde stuff each time Mercury retrogrades. So bear with me if you guys already know, but this is for people new who are not sure. So first I'm going to go over the do's and the don'ts of Mercury retrograde, and then I'm going to tie it into what we can expect happening in Libra and Virgo. It's going to definitely change the tone of Mercury retrograde. So the do's and don'ts are pretty normal. However, I feel as though these do's and don'ts are going to be over more Venusian things. So the do's and don'ts. Okay, this isn't a good time to sign a new contract. This wouldn't be a good time to go, hey, I saw this great salon yesterday and I'm going to sign to rent it tomorrow or buy it tomorrow. That's definitely a no-go. Technology fails, definitely back up your stuff. There's can be some communication fails, some shakeups. The general movements of our day, the transits of our day, which are ruled by Mercury, are often very out of the blue. What the F? But with Mercury retrograde, it feels things that are outside of us, things that are out of our control, things that are, you know, very tangible that are kind of going a little bit wild. So just remember that it's out of your control, but all you can do is control your reaction, which is what Mercury wants. Mercury wants you to be flexible like itself. Mercury wants you to go with plan B, C, and D like itself. So oftentimes these are helping us to um, create uh, a more flexible person in us. Okay, now, this is going to be a big retrograde, I feel like, with past exes and friends. That can always happen in every in every retrograde, definitely, in one way. But I think this is going to be extra. This is going to be extra, extra. You know, we got Venus in Virgo right now, Mercury sign, Venus is in there. And then it's retrograding in Libra, Venus's sign, and then back into its own sign of Virgo. So I feel like... You know, there could definitely be some impulses to the love story, whether you all of a sudden want to go break up with someone without really thinking it through, or you all of a sudden want to attach to someone without thinking it all the way through. This could be one where exes, again, come out of the woodwork. Same with friendships, same with past love Venusian things are going to be resurfaced. Now, oftentimes it's not suggested that you get back with an ex, but However, sometimes it does come back for a positive reason. It does come back for you to take a second look at this person, a relook at this relationship. It either comes back to show us how much we have grown or it comes back for a second look, a second chance because it's meant to. Now, only you know that. I don't know that. You know that. And you know that if you're getting honest with yourself deep down in your subconscious, okay? Remember, like we talked about with Venus and Virgo, is this connection a really solid, strong foundation that can be built again on something? Or is it something shallow, something I'm seeking, my ego is thinking? That you already know. Whether you want to be honest with yourself, you already know. So only you can tell what's the right or wrong thing to do. Being in Libra, we're going to have a hard time making a decision. And again, it could be down to like what color Something as simple as what color do I paint my house versus, you know, or my bathroom versus who do I want to date, my ex-boyfriend again or this new guy that's coming here? You know, where do I want to go to dinner? It's a hard time making decision, going back and forth, weighing the options, seeing what is best to do. Um, but, you know, also some advice, every time I have a hard time making a decision, I don't make anything at all. And it's quite surprising, especially if I'm really at a loss. Sometimes I don't do anything at all. A, I don't, I can't, if I don't have the clarity what to do, then I need to trust myself. But B, oftentimes it ends up, you know, something ends up shifting. 
and then allowing me to make my decision. So if you have no idea what to do, don't make a decision at all. The answer will eventually come. This probably is not a good retrograde to make a real impulsive aesthetic decision or a big change in the moment. You know, if you have already had it scheduled or you have maybe it's a second look around, like the last retrograde, it didn't work out. So this retrograde, it happened to come up. Yeah, get it done. But if you just decide to hey, I just saw this doctor on a whim and I decided to get a bunch of facial injections and then, you know, get something else. Maybe wait after the last couple weeks. You know, and again, you can't always wait life. I understand that you can't wait in life. However, if you can for a few weeks, that would be great. If not, always read the disclosures. Always be prepared. You know, give yourself enough time because there's these out of you know, the ordinary roadblocks that having, you know, that can show up. Um, you know, this could definitely be, again, overthinking until you make yourself tired that you just don't make any decisions whatsoever. Um, you know, a strong resistance to seeing the truth right in front of you is something that could be a theme with this Mercury retrograde. You know what I'm talking about. You see something unfolding in front of you in a person, place, or thing, and you don't want to see it. You want to deny it, live in La La Land. So there could be a really strong, even though you can't turn away, you're still somehow resisting the truth that you see in front of you. Again, this is going to be a really strong relationship-focused Mercury retrograde, I believe. Rethinking it, revisualizing it, understanding it, and maybe, you know, it just shows up in a way of your patterns to see a pattern you haven't really worked on or a pattern you thought was gone or maybe even a good pattern. Um escaping from reality almost immediately it trines mars which will be interesting it's almost trying it's pretty much trining mars now i gotta look it's not exactly but it's within three degrees i believe and i know i kind of felt it again when it when it's you know it's gonna be a quick um it's gonna be how do i describe this like a quick um you know assertiveness ready for action, ready for reaction, right? Again, especially if you had some sort of beauty plan, maybe you're ready to move that forward with with taking action or initiatives, even with writing a plan. But we have a little more energy. I know I do, even though I haven't slept well in the last two days. I'm somehow go, 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 go. So some of you guys is probably going to feel that. I also think that with this, there's going to, and I went back and forth about it. At first, I was like, is there going to be, first I wrote, there's going to be a really strong sexual energy. And then right away, I was like, but is there going to be with this full moon in Pisces? And I'll explain that. And then I kept back and forth. So I need to know. I need to go know next week. Let me know what you guys thought, because I feel like in one way, yes, you know, but Pisces is lazy. However, it's freaky. We got the full moon. I'll tie that in. And then we got Mercury and Gemini and, you know, trining Mars and Libra. So I think that this could definitely go both ways. Um, and maybe even like a sexual breakthrough, something you've been blocked and it removes that block. Um, we could also be, I think with this trining Mars, we're going to start out like really, really enjoying our strong masculine energy uh, that is coming to us. It's going to be brought up. And how can we channel that, right? I know I talk a lot on here about the strong feminine energy, but we also have a strong masculine energy, and that is in us as well. And we can't turn away from that. So how do we honor that? How do we get shit done with that? You know, a powerful force. I know I strongly 
all the mutable energy in me, I definitely have a very strong feminine, but a really, really strong masculine uh, energy as well. So it'll be interesting how that comes back. So it's going to be opposite Jupiter in Aries. I'm sorry. Um, Trining Mars and then opposite Jupiter in Aries. So with this, for most of it, at least while it's in Libra, it's going to be happening. This is going to be Again, with past lovers and friends coming out of the woodwork. If someone took advantage of you during this time, you might um, really be upset about it. It might be shown to you and you just out of the blue, you know, realize those feelings and let things go. Again, I think this is going to be a very emotional weekend at a start. We're just going to have out of the blue emotions and um different feelings, maybe wanting to run, you know, now we'll talk about the full moon in Pisces, which ties into that. So the full moon in Pisces, it is happening in the late degrees of Pisces and is going to be conjunct Neptune. Also, Venus is going to be opposite Neptune too at some point, but we'll talk about that. And also a Mercury retrograde, I'll be talking about it every week. So next week we'll be, this is just kind of the beginning basics and we'll be talking a little bit more about that. But Okay, just as Mercury is getting, you know, Mercury stations retrograde in Libra, and then we literally, boom, have the full moon in Pisces. And right away, opposite, by house, Venus, and then, you know, in a conjunction with Neptune. So again, a very watery, very trickery communication this weekend. You definitely want to watch what you say to partners. Don't get too upset. Walk away if you need to, if you can. I know it can be hard in that moment, but don't be surprised if some emotions catch you off guard. Um, it's also going to be sextile Uranus and sextile Pluto and conjunct Neptune, which are all retrograde. So a lot of revisioning coming up with this, a lot of rethinking, rethinking and revisioning, revisioning our creative energy. So again, this is like very get lost in the sauce energy. We're like, where am I? What am I doing? I just want to run away, escape reality. This can also be a quick waking up from a nightmare. Um, you didn't realize you were in or, you know, you were avoiding in, but waking up from a nightmare, seeing love for what it really is, moping about past love. Again, truth seeing, seeing those truths inside ourselves and someone else, waking up to our illusions, feeling very lazy. That's why I said, on the other hand, I feel like it's going to be kind of strong, kinky energy, but also very lazy. Like I'm kinky, but I'm lazy and I'm not getting out of bed. I'm not taking that picture. Uh, past love, you know, again, with this transit, a messy break, you know, a, not a clean break, but I feel like a messy break. And, um, you know, rethinking something, rethinking love, rethinking friendship because of an out of blue situation and flings that you regret. <laughs> that is really what came to me for the full moon in Pisces. I know it doesn't sound too great. It kind of sounds like, I don't know, I can't think of, what's the movie I love? Oh, my God, I loved this movie when I was younger. Um, oh, my God, with Woody Harrelson and Juliette Lewis, where they're both serial killers, they're in love. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, I want to say not, hold on, oh, Natural Born Killers. So, with that, without the killing, hopefully, no killing, guys. But that's sort of lost, and it's me against the world. So, we have a lot of emotions this week. So, how can we work to... Let go. Again, with the full moon, we look to letting go, however that looks. That could be letting go of a picture of someone. That could be writing out patterns you don't like. That could be burning other links that were family members, you know. But we learn to let go whatever is shown. Even in learning to let go in the moment of 
being upset if you have some emotions, if, you know, emotions take you by surprise, how do you let that go? So this is going to be an emotional week, guys. Make sure that you write me and let me know how this all goes. <laughs> I'll let you know next week what, what I can expect. I don't have any super plans this week, but as you know, it's so funny. I'm like, I do these, and then sometimes I can't, I, like, predict my own stuff. I'm like, how did I not even see that coming? So that is it for this week, guys. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. I love you all, and thank you again for continuing to support the Weekly Awakening Podcast. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.